All right. <clears throat> uh, you watched this one earlier today too, right? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'll probably finish watching it after we're done with this. We got. I got through most of it. This what? Probably like 15, 20 minutes left of the movie or something like that. Yeah. And it, you know, as many times as you. Yeah, seen I've it, seen it a million know. times. But um. Yeah. This was an, another one, man. That I was like. You know, I've seen it so many times, um, and we were kind of just like, oh, what do we do? Thought of this one, and I kind of put it off to last minute, but as soon as I put it on and I started watching, I was like, damn, this fucking movie is oh, so yeah. hilarious from beginning to end. It's just really, really funny. I think it's funny how watching this movie as a kid, like, we, we weren't even close to being able to work. Or Oh, yeah, or not at like, all, and I still thought it was know, hilarious. And I found it hilarious, and I was just like, okay, don't ever work in an office <laughs> yeah. or in a cubicle. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so you ready to go then? Yeah. All right, dude. Then let's play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista. What is up, everybody? I am here with Jason. He is back. What's up? Um, and we are going to do Office Space from 1998, written and directed by Mike Judge, uh, the creator of Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. And he also did the show Silicon Valley on HBO. He did this movie. Obviously, he did the Beavis and Butthead movie. Um, Idiocracy is another one that he did. Mm. Super really, really funny guy. Um, and I think he... I'm pretty sure this is like his feature-length directorial debut, unless... You count Beavis and Butthead. Uh, but, dude, this movie, absolute gold, absolute hilarity. And it's kind of a cult classic. Um, it's It wasn't a huge hit when it came out. It, it was made for $10 million, and it only made $12 million. So mm. that's pretty much a loss. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. I remember seeing a trailer for it, but I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah. I Sorry. wasn't interested in it. I didn't know what it was about. Um, but... Yeah, we'll get into the cast and our favorite parts and our favorite characters a little down the line. But first, let's start where we always start at the beginning and talk about when we first saw this movie or when it first became relevant to us. Uh, yeah, I saw, <clears throat> I saw it on cable. I remember seeing it with my sister and my mom. And my mom thought it was extra funny because she she worked, she in, an worked in an office. Yeah. And she understood a lot of those things. And uh -huh. we didn't. We just found it hilarious. And I think some of it was seeing how funny she thought it was. Uh-huh. And we were like, kind of like picking up on like certain things that she'd laugh at. Like, for example, like Lumberg mm -hmm. to her was the most hilarious thing. <laughs> like how he'd come in, yeah. Yeah. Like she would just die every time he came on screen. And yeah, that's the earliest memory I have of watching it and then just like continued watching it throughout the years. And it's funnier than ever. Yeah. When, when, you, when you do finally work a job and yeah. see what's up. You just have you just have that a boss yeah. um, or like meet somebody. I was telling um you guys downstairs that uh and beforehand, you know, Mike Judge, like we said, he did Beavis and Butthead and um 
King of the Hill, mm-hmm. and all the people. This movie has a really cartoonish quality in it. Like it, could, it was actually a short cartoon yeah. that he mm-hmm. did, um, and about Milton, and they they made it uh, a whole movie. But all the people in it, Lumberg, uh, the Chachki's boss, they all seem like archetypes of people we've seen in our in our day to day lives. Oh, yeah. so, and I think that's what makes it like really easy to um, like to bond to. Uh, for me, I was telling you guys, it was when I first moved into this house and I was in seventh grade and, um, we had a bunch of VHSs and my sister had this on VHS. And like I said, I remember the trailer for it. I remember my sister seeing it with my cousin and liking it. Um, but I never watched it. And then one day I just put it on and I'm like, I have no idea what this movie's about or anything like that, but it was just one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And to this day, I think it's one of the funniest movies yeah. I've ever seen. And I, I remember um, this was around the time I I knew somewhat... Because before, like, we're trying to write, like, a script or a screenplay, you, um, <clears throat> my knowledge of it was, like, trying to write stuff more like plays, mm-hmm. um, the way plays are written. And then this was when I first figured out how to... Uh, like do the formatting for like a screenplay. So I would sit there and watch this movie and try and write the movie as it played out. Um, and I just, just because it just had so many good beats and so many, like the pacing of it was just really good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, lo- I love this movie, man. And and ever since then, I just watched it over and over again and try to show it to as many people as possible. If they haven't seen them, I'm like, oh, you're in for yeah. a treat because this movie is, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um but yeah, that's where we were when we first saw this movie. Um, so I guess we can go on and talk about the cast. Uh, we talked about Mike Judge. He plays uh, the Tchotchke's boss in here. He's got a really small part. Um, he's really, really funny in it. You can't. I, the first time I figured out that that was him, I was like, what the fuck? That's yeah, pretty crazy. Same. Um, but yeah, he's in it for a short period of time. Like we said, he did all that great stuff, uh, outside of the film. But, um, our main character is, uh, Peter Gibbons played by Ron Livingston. Uh, this was the first movie that I ever saw him in. Mm -hmm, I didn't know who that, I didn't know who the hell he was, but since then, you know, he's been in a lot of shit. I remember seeing him in Bandits because this comes out in 91, um, Band of Brothers. 99. 99, sorry. Uh, Band of Brothers, he's in that in 2001. Yeah. I remember seeing him in that. And mm-hmm. then when I got a little bit older and I watched uh, Swingers, mm-hmm. he's he's oh, in yeah. Swingers 1996 uh, with John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Uh, he's done a lot of TV. I think he's he's Isn't part of the Conjuring franchise, right? Uh, he's he's in the first Conjuring, isn't he? He's maybe, like the dad. Maybe yeah. Yeah, he, I know he was in Sex in the City also. Oh yeah, yeah. I only he, know that cause... he was he was in yeah he's he's the dad in the Conjuring 2013 yeah. and the Conjuring two. Um, I remember he was on Boardwalk Empire for a couple seasons. I don't remember him in that. He was he was um, he had a pretty small role, but he was in there for for like one or two seasons. Um, and he's yeah he's been in a lot of shit, man. But he, like I said, I never I didn't know who the hell he was in this movie, so it was really easy to take him as Peter Gibbons, mm-hmm. like this. Kind of like slacker dude that's just so fed up with his life, um, and he finds this amazing opportunity to kind of like let go when he goes through the whole, <laughs> the whole uh, fucking, uh, the whole uh, hypnotist, hip, hip, yeah, hypnotist spiel. 
Um, next up, I think we can talk about Gary Cole, who plays Bill, Bill Lumberg. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Cole has been in a lot of shit, and he's kind of a chameleon. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, we know him. Well, when I first became aware of him was the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, uh, he plays Mike Brady in that, and then in the <laughs> sequel, uh, he's in this movie. Plays Bill Lumberg, and he's absolutely fucking hilarious. He plays the main villain in um, Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really, really funny in that. He plays Cotton, the announcer in Dodgeball. Oh, so, yeah. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> uh, he's just been in so many stuff. I, he was on a, a few seasons of Entourage where he was was really great, really funny. There's a movie that came out in 2002 that I feel like a lot of people haven't seen and a lot of people probably wouldn't like, but I like it for some reason. Um it's called I Spy with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson, and uh, wow, I've never seen it. And uh, surprised he he, like that. he, play, he plays he plays <laughs> uh, some some uh, like like Spanish assassin dude named Carlos. I don't know. It's really weird, but it, he's he's funny in that, and he's done a lot of TV, a lot of a lot of movies, and I think he's just really really fucking funny. Oh, he plays Ricky Bobby's dad in in Talladega uh, Nights. I I think he's absolutely hilarious and uh love to see him in more shit uh him is bill lumberg in this movie right it's like oh man he's in a totally different person it's the only person that that could play that his mannerisms like yeah he's i I feel like this movie's perfectly casted for Mm -hmm. for real uh and then we have david herman who plays michael bolton um he was on Mad TV when it first started. I remember seeing him on Mad TV, and then when I saw this movie, I was like, "Oh shit, fucking that's that dude." Um, he also works with, um, uh, also works with Mike Judge again on Idiocracy, uh, which is a really funny movie as well. And but yeah, David Herman, super duper funny guy, plays Michael Bolton in this. Um, he's really really funny in this he just has this attitude and big and like um sourness that i just find absolutely hilarious um and then next up i think we could talk about uh aj naidu naidu yeah he plays samir nani nanajad um he's super funny in this movie there was one movie that i remember seeing him in he's got a oh. really small part but uh it says here he's in k-pax I don't remember him in that, but I remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, some Touch and Go, um, Ashes. There's one movie, or maybe it was a TV show that he was in that I like. I've seen. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit, but uh, a lot of not stuff. not stuff. Requiem for a Dream. He was in. Oh yeah, he scary is movie three. Oh, that's what it is. It's in uh, Bad Santa. He fuck it. He's got a really random ass part where. Billy Bob Thornton's leaving the mall from being Santa, and then he just comes up to him, and he's like, tries to like hump him for some reason, and then he just walks away. It's a really weird scene. Um, I always thought it was really strange, but he's super funny in this movie as well. I don't remember him in The Wrestler. I saw he was in The Wrestler there. I've only seen that movie like one time. So, Oh, wait, no. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, man, so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's AJ Nadu. Um, and then we have Jennifer Aniston who plays Joanna. She's really good in this movie. Um, I think so. Jennifer Aniston, obviously famous from Friends, and she's also in like Horrible Bosses and yeah. Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller. Everybody knows who Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, we don't is. need to go um, too deep in that. But she's 
this was the first thing that I saw her in that wasn't Friends, and I was like, yeah. oh, dude, uh, she fits perfectly into this part. Yeah. Um, especially because I always, like, I mean, Jennifer Aniston's really pretty, but I was always, like, she seems to me, like, I don't know how other, like, actresses, even at the time, like, kind of, like, I don't know. They seem more like Hollywood like where she just seemed more like the girl next door. Yeah. So I feel like she chill. she fit into this this uh role like really, really well. Yeah. Like some, you know, really pretty lady that you know that works at a at a at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, and she you just see seems all the time. chill as fuck. Uh but yeah, um she's really funny in this movie. And then there's only a couple uh other people I wanted to mention. Um Steven Root, obviously, who plays Milton. Dude, he's been in so much stuff right now. He's on Barry. Um, mm-hmm. Coming back for a third season on HBO, but he's in this. He plays uh, Bill. Uh, yeah, plays Bill on um, King of the Hill. Uh, he's also in Idiocracy. He's in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, uh, he's just been just done so much stuff. He's a crazy character actor. <laughs> you know, if you're not really looking for him, you might miss him because yeah. he's, he's a really good actor, man. Yeah. Um, no country for old men. He's fucking kind of kind of intimidating a little bit, yeah. um, but really cool, really cool dude. Um, Diedrich Bader. He played Oswald on uh, the Drew Carey show for a long time. Yeah, and then he plays uh, Lawrence uh, Peter's neighbor in this, and he's really really funny. Um, he's also <laughs> he's he's in a bunch of different stuff napoleon oh yeah he's in napoleon dynamite he plays uh <laughs> rex from rex, rex Quando. uh he he's a a really funny dude he also did he does a lot of um voice over work too uh he does some voices on the hercules anim- animated tv show mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff uh, but uh the last two people i wanted to bring up were uh john c mcginley who He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, he was in Oliver Stone's Platoon. Um, he's just been on so many different things, and uh, he's really, really funny in this. He was on Scrubs for a really long time. Mm-hmm. People really liked him from there. Um, him in this movie, he plays Bob Slidell, one of the consultants. <laughs> and, dude, he's fucking hilarious in this movie. Um, just his his like dry stare at people yeah. when he asks some questions and stuff like that and like we said everybody's in this movie's casted very well he lo- everybody looks like they were john b- drawn by mike judge in this movie. yeah um, especially the all the office oh yeah yeah without a like, doubt for sure that scene when when they're when he's uh talking to the whole office about the consultants are coming yeah and he's like yeah they're gonna come they're gonna help us out how we can run things more smoothly and they're showing all the employees and you're just like dude these are straight comic book characters dude like, for real I've, I forgot he's all, in all these any given sunday stealing harvard wall street the rock identity oh yeah set it off oh yeah set it off he's the main cop and set it off yeah. um yeah i forgot all these movies that he's in he's just he's in so much stuff but uh dude absolutely hilarious in this movie he fits the part perfectly um and then the last person i feel like he's a that guy is richard real Right, rail. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's one of them. He's uh, he's a that guy for sure. He's been in so much different shit. Uh, he's in Joe Dirt. Uh, he's in Deuce Bigelow. Oh yeah, he's a dad. Yeah, he's a dad. He's a dad in Deuce Bigelow. Um, he was on that show Grounded for Life on Fox back in the day. Uh, Texas Chainsaw. 
bunch of different stuff. He always plays like somebody's uncle or somebody's dad or something like that. But he's always really funny in movies. He, he plays uh, Tom Smirkowski, uh, which is one of the funnier characters. Everybody, Every character in this movie is really funny. But other than that, um, did you have anybody else to shout out on the cast? Um, I like... Uh, I really like... Uh, how, it's a small part, but... Um, Orlando Jones... He's the the magazine salesman. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm very sorry. I I sell magazines to help. Well, so, I forget what he wait, said. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say you were? Uh, uh, hello. I used uh, to be uh, addicted to crack, crack, but now I'm uh and selling so, these magazine prescriptions. Uh, dude, I I I totally <laughs> forgot he was in this movie. So I'm very sorry. I do not know anything about. No money laundering. No money laundering. Yeah. Oh, dude. Him. Oh, and you know what? Um, I, I love what it does because of that scene. How desperate they are. So it's like yeah, perfect yeah. when he comes in. Yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> hello. Wait, wait. Did you say he's you addicted to, to crack? He's addicted to crack. Uh, yes, but look, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't addicted to crack. I just say that because it helps me sell magazines. <laughs> That's the long and thick of. Uh, the cast, so we can move on to our favorite parts of the movie. Um, I just had to mention the whole like intro, the the song at the beginning, so weird, and oh. then seeing P- how up like how upset Peter is that that old man is getting oh, yeah. farther and further away from him while he's stuck in traffic. Um, and then obviously when you first meet Michael and he's fucking doing this gangster rap like karaoke in his car. And then he sees a black guy selling flowers, so he roll he he fucking locks his door and turns, turns the down. music down. And then as soon as a black guy like walks by, he turns it back up, dude. Hilarious, yeah. hilarious. And then you get Samir, and he's in his car, and he's Piss freaking off. the fuck out, and <laughs> you know, punching, punching everything. Um, but yeah, that that intro is really really funny. But um, right right after that, like I think when they first introduce uh. Kind of all the characters. I mean, the Lumberg coming by and his second boss talking about the PTS uh, uh, TPS reports. Mm-hmm. That part's funny, but it, I think it really starts shining when they click over to Michael and Samir and the male lady comes. Sam, Iyer, Na, 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 Naga. No. <laughs> Please. Michael Bolton? That's me. Wow, is that your real name? Yeah. So are you related to that singer guy? No, it's just a coincidence. Oh. (laughs) No one in this country can ever pronounce my name right. It's it's not that hard. Yeah, well, at least your name isn't Michael Bolton. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing wrong with it until I was about 12 years old and that no-talent ass-clown became famous and started winning Grammys. Why don't you just uh, go by Mike instead of Michael? No way. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Hey, guys. What's up, G? Want to go to Tchotchke's? Get some coffee? It's a little early. I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose it. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. She's like Samir. Uh, uh, nah, 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 uh, uh-huh. And, and he's like, then, please. And then just the just the conver- the first conversation about Michael Bolton. Are you related to that singer guy? Yeah. And then uh, how uh, 
how stupid ass Michael greets Fuck. Peter. He's like, "What's up, G?" Yeah. He's just, and he's like, "I gotta get out of here." And then um, he's like, "Oh, it's only ten thirty. He's like, "Oh, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays." That that whole part to me is is really really. Do you funny. notice after she says Michael Bolton, and then uh, he she leaves, yeah, and then he takes the paper. Do you ever notice how he says "fucking cow"? No, dude. Look, watch it. Rewind it when you're done later, yeah. and it's really low. But he says you. He's cow. so. He says it so so subtle. He's so angry in this yeah. movie, and I'm so here for it. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, so that that scene, I think it just establishes the characters who they are and like what their plight is with the company and everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they go to the restaurant. This this isn't one of my favorite scenes, but one of my favorite parts of that scene when they're at the restaurant is uh, when he's like uh, telling him he's like oh, I'm trying to work things out with Anne. He's like I just get the feeling she's cheating on me. And my, uh, you get the first uh, thing about Anne. Yeah, he's yeah. like Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like. What does that mean? Uh, nothing. nothing. Yeah. And then they give them the spiel about the TPS reports, and fucking, it cuts back to them going to work. Um, that this is another one of my favorite scenes too. Is when they first introduce Mikowski when and, he shows up. Yeah. Yeah, and like he's telling them about the consultants yeah. oh, coming God. and everything, and then talking about how the guy, the the pet rock guy. You know, there are people in this world that don't have to put up with all this shit, like that guy that invented the pet rock. You see, that's what you have to do. You have to use your mind and come up with some really great idea like that, and you can make millions, never have to work again. You think the pet rock was a really great idea? Sure it was. The guy made a million dollars. You know, I had an idea like that once, a long time ago. Really? What was it, Tom? Well, all right. It was a... Jump to conclusions, Matt. You see, it would be this mat that you would put on the floor and would have different conclusions written on it that you could jump to. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes, yes, it's horrible, this idea. Made, he a made a million dollars. Made a million dollars, and then he gives them his idea that jumps man. to conclusions, Matt. And they're just like, "That is the worst, worst idea I've ever heard. I've ever heard in my life." Yes, yes terrible, terrible, terrible idea, dude. Yeah, and then he just kind of like embarrassed and can't do anything, so he just like walks I'll see away. You guys later. <laughs> I fucking love that part. It's just it's so pathetic, but yeah, it's it's really you really can tell funny. that's that's like on average, like every day yeah like him just trying to be cool with the younger guys like the peter and oh them. yeah yeah, and yeah. They're like oh he's fine but god damn it, we always gotta listen to his bullshit yeah it's funny we we <laughs> have like a guy at work that we were talking about that's like that pretty much just like that guy <laughs> hold on before uh i i like when they're at at breakfast or whatever lunch uh-huh. and he's like He's like, Lumber's going to ask me to come in this weekend, and I'm going to do it because I'm a big pussy. pussy. He's like, hey, hold on, man. I work at Inatech, too, and I don't consider myself a pussy, all right? (laughs) I am also not not a pussy. pussy. (laughs) Uh, And then, um, yeah, dude, I I had to write this this line down. PC low letter? What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) 
dude, I would usually I'd I'd say that for the most obscure reasons all the time. Um, and then this this is not uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes, but when Peter first goes home and we first meet hey, Lawrence, Lawrence. Oh yeah. Um, hey Peter, man. Yeah, just just int- the introduction of Lawrence, and he asks him about like, oh, has anybody ever asked you about the case of the money? Oh, He's like, God. Oh, no, man. I think you get your ass kicked saying something, something like that. that. And uh, just stuff, just stuff. I was noticing. I was like, I never noticed he had a fucking N sixty four on his on his like TV stand uh-huh. or anything like that. And then he's like, he brings up Anne again. And uh-huh. then Lawrence is like, I don't know, man. She just looks like the type of chick that would just. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, Peter, man, I, I'm talking out of my I'm ass. I'm just talking out of my ass, man. Um, Check this a- another out. Uh, like right after that you get the <laughs> um the next day with him at work and uh not another one of my favorite scenes but there's just so many good little parts in this mm. when they're introducing Bob Slidell and like he's oh, like yeah. he's looking across the room he's got that stupid look on his face with his mustache and then uh the dude in the every time like when you have a company meeting or like a meeting like that there's always somebody standing there so doing, that guy, doing the I know, nods I know. doing the nods he's so concerned he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah. Yeah. like like he's just he's mentally sucking lumber yeah hot. he's just like <laughs> and um so and then at the end of that we always love like because my mom worked in an office like her whole life so we'd always make fun of her like oh just remember next friday is hawaiian is hawaiian shirt, shirt day that's so great if you want uh Show up with a uh, wine shirt and jeans. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, so right after that uh, is one of my favorite scenes, and it's when Peter's talking to the hypnotherapist, and he's telling him how every day since he started working has been the worst, worst day, of day of his, his life. life. So I was sitting in my cubicle today, and I realized ever since I started working, um, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. So that means that every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Wow, that's messed up. I'm sorry. Go on. And it's just so great because the therapist seems so fascinated by, by Peter's life. Um, and he's like asking me these questions, and they're everybody's kind of sitting there listening, like, uh, you're supposed to be helping him with this. Yeah. <laughs> and so he puts him under the trance, and then his, his, uh, what is it that kills him? He's like having a heart attack. I know, but you don't think it's, I always like think it's like the, the, like, the energy of Peter. You think so? Like, you know, I, Jerry said something I about that. I think it's that. something more mystical. Like, Jerry said yeah. something about that too. I always just assumed he was a big fat guy and he had a heart attack. Yeah, but like right then, I don't I, I don't, I don't I, know. I feel like like Peter's negativity and like his like just depression and everything is just too much <laughs> just for this guy. All of it. And he's just like. <laughs> but why did the hypnot- hypnosis actually work then? Well, I mean, because he died, he wasn't able to snap him out of it. I guess. But yeah, saying, like, I, I always just attributed to he's a big fat guy. He he was just trying to keep his composure, and he's dude the little the little like yeah. hand thing that yeah. he does, and he's so sweaty, yeah. and then he just kills over and he fucking dies, and Peter doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's like, hmm. uh, so you just woke up. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, after that, again, not one of my favorites, but the answering machine with Lumber calling him over oh, and over yeah. again. 
and then his girlfriend calls him and then she breaks or like he just hangs up on her and then when she calls him and she like screams the answer machine like moves. how do they do that you think i don't know probably just had something vibrate on it yeah yeah but uh that that's really funny um and then for me i i wrote down i really like when the bobs are interviewing um Smikowski. yeah uh, what would you say you do? You here. do here. Uh, uh, I, I I deal with the customers, so the engineers don't, don't have to. I have I people, people skills. skills. I am good at speaking with people. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> and they just staring at him. Um, and then that leads into uh, Michael getting called in there. Yeah. And they're giving him the Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any relationship to the pop singer? Nope. No, just right. just a coincidence. Yeah, just that that whole bit, and then so he's awkward. he's got a he's got a pretend he actually likes Michael Bolton, and he doesn't hate it. And yeah. they're like into him; they like him so much. Yeah. And then he's just getting tired of it, and then he's you know you should call me Mike. And then they just immediately they're cold, like, what? immediately cold to him. <laughs> um, and then you kind of know it's like not going to work out for uh, for Michael. Um, yeah, uh, be, 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 be. I would say after that, what for me is Peter's meeting with the Bobs. That one's really funny too. Yeah, um, and it's it's really funny because he goes in and like they're so impressed with him when he comes out because that's pretty what pretty much what upper management is. Mm-hmm. It's like people who kind of don't, you know. He's able to manage shit, but he does not really do any work. He's kind of a slacker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like so impressed with him, and that part's really funny. You know, Bob, it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't, don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff is really, really good. Um, I do like the scene with, uh, with, uh, where he goes and he talks. It's actually a sound on TikTok now where he's like, uh, I don't think I'm going to go back to my job. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, so you're going to quit? No. Nah, just... I think I'm just going to stop going. Won't you get fired? Maybe, hey. but I don't like it. I'm not going to go. That whole bit, and then, you know, she's already kind of feel like, kind of wowed by him, and then when he brings up Kung Fu, that's what fucking Boom. nails it, and she's like, okay, let's get food and let's hang out later or whatever. I, I just that thought that TV was cool. Um, I love all the stuff with... Uh, Lumberg and Milton every time he's telling him to bring in boxes and uh, <sighs> they tells him he's got to move him down to the basement and storage B storage B maybe we could get some boxes in here and then the scene the scene uh I'm a roach pro when uh <laughs> when he's talking to the bobs and like uh Milton's like listening yeah. and then fucking he like looks over his shoulder and you just see his lips yeah. stapler <laughs> so um little fun fact Apparently, before this movie came out, Swinglang didn't make a red stapler. Oh, wow. And when this movie came out and it became a cult classic, everybody was calling Swinglang trying to get a red stapler. So they started putting them into, into rotation. Yeah. Which is really, really funny. Because um, I'm I'm so sure there's so many like like kids that were in college when this movie wanted came out. That? And then they got a, an office job and they wanted it for oh, their yeah. for their like desk and everything damn um, they better thank office space yeah 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 uh but that's really funny um the t- the talk the talk about pieces of flair that mike judge has with oh, yeah. um jennifer aniston absolutely hilarious um 
Peter's meeting with the Bobs. I I also like uh, I like when he comes by when Lumber comes by his desk after the damn it feels good to be a gangster part, mm-hmm. and then he's playing Tetris and he's oh, like, yeah. so maybe we should have a, a little, little talk. talk. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm have to ask you to. You know, come just back come later. back another time. I'm I got a, got a meeting with the Bobs in a couple minutes. I wasn't aware yeah, of a meeting with them. Yeah, they called me out. <laughs> that was another thing. Like, my mom was like, oh, you got a meeting with the Bobs. Like, it's just like something that came into our lexicon. Um, and then uh, also, like, when he go, when he goes and meets with the Bobs and they're, they're telling him that uh, he's going to fire Samir and Michael and then uh, not Bob Slidell, but the other Bob, he's like, uh, Samir Naga Naga not gonna, gonna work, work here anymore. anymore. <laughs> That's one of the best parts <laughs> yeah. of the movie, dude. Um, and uh, the meeting after that they have with Lumberg and the Bobs, where it's like, oh. how, how much they're trying to tell him about Peter and how he's got upper management yeah. written he's all like, over Ooh, him. I'm gonna have to sort of disagree with you on that. Yeah, um, he's been yeah. real flaky with. <laughs> I was like, tell TPS me, Bill, reports. how much time a week do you think you spend on these TPS reports? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Would you say he's the funniest character in this movie? Oh, Lumberg? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, Lumberg's fucking Dude. hilarious in this movie. <laughs> um, uh. After that, uh, I, th- I think um, that's when Peter tells... tells uh, Michael. Michael that he's not gonna have that he's not gonna have a job anymore, um, and they're drinking, and then they kind of come up with the plan to uh, to rob the rob the company of hundreds of thousands of dollars. I really like that part. It's you know um, Peter's trying to convince he's he's pretty much back to reality at this point, and he's yeah. trying to do his friends uh, trying to do his friends. Uh, he mentions it too. He's like yeah, maybe it wore off. Yeah, like, yeah, blah blah. But he's trying to convince everybody like. But Peter, that's not much money. That's the beauty of it. Each withdrawal, it's a fraction of a cent. That's too small to notice. But you take a few thousand withdrawals a day, you space it out over a couple of years, that's a few hundred thousand dollars. It's like Superman 3. Superman 3? I have to leave now, okay? I have to get my resume ready. Get your resume ready for what? For another job where they can just fire you for no reason? That's right. If I'm lucky. Look. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of being pushed around. Aren't you? Yes, Peter. But I'm not doing to do anything illegal. Illegal? Samir, this is America. Come on, sit down. Come on. This isn't Riyadh. You know, they're not going to saw your hands off here, all right? The worst they would ever do is they would put you for a couple of months into a white-collar, minimum security resort. Shit, we should be so lucky. Do you know they have conjugal visits there? Really? Yes. Shit. I'm a free man. I haven't had a conjugal visit in six months. So, what do you think? This thing is actually pretty fail-safe, Samir. Samir? You came here looking for a land of opportunity. And this is the knock of that opportunity. Tomorrow's your last day at Inatech. You have two options. Unemployment or early retirement. What's it gonna be? I have a question. Yes. In, in these conjugal visits, you can have sex with women? Yep. You sure can. Okay, I'll do it. That's what I'm talking about when I talk Here, about America. What? How we discuss the plan, okay? Okay, yeah, good, right. Okay. It works like a computer virus, right? So all we have to do is load it anywhere into the credit union mainframe and it'll do the rest. Okay, you guys get me that disc and I'll take care of it from there. But listen, before we go any further, all right? 
we have to swear to God, Allah, that nobody knows about this but us, all right? No family members, no girlfriends, nobody. Of course. Agreed. Don't worry, man. I won't tell anyone either. What the fuck is that? No, don't worry about him. He's cool. Not to tell them, like, whatever. He's like, can't tell this to anybody. Nobody. No friends, no family, no girlfriend. And then you just hear Lawrence, don't worry, man. I won't tell anybody either, dude. I fucking love that part. Mm. You notice how funny it is, like, when they're at Peter's apartment and they're already drinking beers. Yeah. And then he tells Michael that he's going to get fired. Mm. And then they end up at the bar. Yeah. That's like some real drinker <laughs> Cause shit. Because they, like, they needed, like, I feel like they had beers there, but he wanted to get some liquor. Yeah, he wanted to get fucked up now. Yeah. Yeah. That's like only understood by people who, like, really drink. Yeah. It's like, wait, you guys are already at his, at his place drinking. drinking. It's like, no, no, no. We need to go to the bar now. Yeah. Um, God, God. Um, so they go, they convince Samir and then they go through with the plan. It's really, uh, un, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anticlimactic, super yeah. anticlimactic, but it's funny because they're playing the fucking, uh, the, uh, Ice Cube song. And then Drew comes by and tells them about, uh, what happened to Schmikowski. And dude, I'll tell you, the first time I saw that part where it's like, oh, he got fired, so he's going to kill himself. And then he saw his wife and decides oh, yeah. he wants to live. Backing out of the driveway boom. and then, boom, T-bone by that truck. Oh, my God. I was fucking dying. That part's so funny. Um, and then the last really, I mean, we uh, we didn't talk about uh, when they steal the printer, which mm-hmm. is really funny. That part's fucking hilarious. Oh, and they're beating the printer out. I mean, that's in GIFs. I see that. Pe- people send that all the time nowadays. And um, after that, the real last funny part, I think, is uh, at Schmikowski's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at Schmikowski's Barbecue, you get Michael and Samir talking to the lawyer about fucking prison kick somebody's ass the first day or become somebody's bitch. Uh, and then you get the prototype of Schmikowski's jump to conclusions, man. And then at the end, Drew tells him about, uh, Peter about, uh, what's her name? Joanna sleeping with Lumberg, mm-hmm. um, which is the wrong Lumberg. But they get in that argument in the car, which is pretty funny too. But that Say night... <clears throat> that may be, but at least I, I never slept with Lumberg. Lumberg. Um, and then that night he has a dream that Lumberg's <laughs> boning Joanna, and it's just so funny because it's for those of you who haven't seen the movie, it's like a blacked out room, but he could just see Lumberg with no shirt on. He's all like glistening, like from sweat, and he's got a leg up on his shoulder, and then his other hand he's got a stupid ass coffee mug, and he's just, like, can you just move a little bit to the left? That's it. Great. Oh my god, so so funny. Um. But yeah, those ones, those are probably like all my favorite scenes. Uh, you mentioned the one with Orlando Bloom, uh, not Orlando Bloom, Orlando Jones that comes a little bit later. Yeah. Um, he was also on Mad TV for a, a few years as well. I, I love before that when they're talking about the money laundering because they're freaking out now that the account has all that money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying to figure out how to how to launder it. And and he goes he goes how how do all these stupid Neanderthal mafia guys yeah you know <laughs> are they so good at crime and three smart guys like us can be yeah. so bad at it and he goes what he goes, what is what does laundering even mean he goes uh, I don't, I don't know. know I, I just I just said it yeah and, and then he goes isn't that something coke dealers do he's like do you know any coke dealers he's like my cousin's a coke head <laughs> my cousin's a coke head yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then that's when fucking uh, he shows Ar- up. Arlotta Jones shows up. Uh, Look, I do not know no. anything about any money laundering. <laughs> Dude. It's so funny to think that, like, because he's totally, like, doesn't talk like that. Yeah. And then he puts that on to sell. Like, he must have gone through, like, trial and error oh, of, like, exactly. different voices to sell magazines. He's like, actually, man, I make more more, more money um, selling these. Oh, yeah. More money selling these than I ever did an intro. Intro. Wait. Introde? You're not going to tell anybody about this. Well, well that, that all depends. depends. What am I going to do with 20 subscriptions to Vibe? <laughs> Dude, yeah, so uh, good. I'm glad you brought that part up. Um, but yeah, I mean, after that, pretty much, uh, he's trying to figure out what he's going to do. Tells Joanna that not the right Lumberg. Um, he goes to put the checks on the door, and then Milton, because he hasn't been getting paid, goes yeah. to look in Lumberg's office, find the checks, and then burns the building down. He said like he, would. He, he said he would, and he did. So if anybody ever says they're going to burn the building down, make sure you're paying attention to him and uh, be that guy's friend. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Or, you know. Or at least pretend to be his friend. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't murder you. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all of our favorite parts of the movie. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how pretty the, movie, pretty, the movie plays out. You know, Peter gets content with just working a fucking... Construction. Yeah, labor job. And uh, Milton ends up in like, Mexico somewhere, I'm yeah. assuming. Um, super funny. Great movie. Uh, is there anything about it? This time that stood out to you more than any other time? No, not really. It's just that that little part where uh, Michael's like, fucking cow. Like, I never heard that before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and he that was obviously him. That was all him. Improv, you know? Um, what was funny is when you came, when you came in, I uh-huh. was watching this movie. You know, so I was watching it right before Jason showed up here. And I'm taking notes and everything. And... Jason sits down, and we're talking about the movie and talking about the characters, and he's like, you know what, man? Michael reminds me of you. And I had literally just wrote, Michael reminds me of myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just la- I was just thought it was really, really funny. Because um, I've seen this movie a million times, and yeah. I just, today, I was like, you know what? I, Michael reminds me of, of me. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, probably my favorite character in the movie. My favorite part being the during the heist um, when the male lady walks by and she mouths hot hello Michael Bolton yeah. and he just turns to the camera and gives that look. Oh, dude, I I I love that part so much. Um, <laughs> if you had to pick one, what's what's your favorite scene um, of the movie? Ooh. Um. Oh, I think ah oh, fuck man that's tough. I I always I don't, I wouldn't say favorite but I always am looking forward to when uh Peter's trying to duck out early on Friday. And yeah. he turns around he's like oh. he's like <laughs> hey Peter what's happening? What's happening? He's like gonna need you to come in on Sunday too. Yeah. Lost some people this week and uh, we got to sort of play catch up. Okay? Thanks. Thanks. Walks away, dude. Yeah, so worth. And the and look no, on his face—not one like, word, dude. He's just, just, yeah, just dying faces inside. like twitching and everything. Um, yeah. If I had to, mm, yeah. If I had to yeah, pick, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of a favorite scene. I, you know what? I really, really enjoy. Not even the scene, in total, in general, but I really, really enjoyed the explanation of ever since i started working 
every day has been oh. worse than the day before. So that means that every day you see me, is on the worst that's on the worst day of my life. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. yeah. Man, that's messed up. <laughs> I fucking, I just love that. I feel like that part describes so much of how I felt about my life growing up. <laughs> so I just love I just love it so much. It's just really, really funny. And the way Anne looks at him too. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> She's like he's like, oh sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um just so funny. So funny. Uh who's your favorite character in this movie? I like Peter. You like I, Peter? I like Peter a lot, yeah. He's super chill. Yeah. He, he's he's really, really likable, too, yeah. after he becomes, like, enlightened yeah. or whatever. Oh, he's my favorite, yeah. He yeah. He takes the fucking... There's the, so many, there's so many, like, because I even, yeah. like, as much as, like, I wouldn't enjoy Smokowski, uh if I knew him, yeah. him as a character, I think he's is hilarious. just really funny. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence is really, really funny. Yeah. But Lawrence if I cool. if I had to put my money on anybody, it would be fucking uh, Michael. Yeah. I, I think Michael's just so funny in this movie. Um... Yeah, so that's pretty much. Uh, do you have anything else? Any like tidbits or whatever that you uh, want to talk about? Yeah. Um, it says uh, Mike Judge had a job as a former engineer, mm-hmm. and. Basically, it was like a big, a big influence for for this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, because like he hated it. He described it as god awful, and you know he's just he's just like man, like like a software engineer then. Yeah, okay. software engineer, alphabetized purchase orders for two to three weeks for eight hours a day. Oh, dude, that sounds. When awful. he described as god awful, um, I mean, it definitely shines shines through, um. It says the studio wanted the office space characters to be more upbeat, but why would they be upbeat in yeah, the movie they that their, they, that hate, they their hate their job? Yeah, um, doesn't make any sense. Um, it says <laughs> Lumberg's mm, yeah allegedly <laughs> drove some executives crazy. Really? Because <laughs> those fuckers are probably like that. No. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, there. Yeah, there are things in this movie that I feel like. just translate into the real world really well like Mm -hmm. i had i had a teacher who when i was in high school i wasn't a very good student so they put all the worst this is the dumbest strategy ever but they put all the worst students in one class Mm -hmm. with one teacher all day so it's pretty much like going to uh, elementary school Mm -hmm. um and my teacher his name was coach martin and he looked kind of like you know remember the the coach the marine coach from beavis and butthead Mm -hmm. he pretty much dressed just like that guy but always wore a bald cap and he had a handlebar mustache he was a pretty good teacher, but he I got switched in his class one year, and at the beginning of the class, I noticed he would say, and then you're going to do this, okay? And then you'll do that, and you'll get these done, and then after that, you'll do that, okay? Okay. And then after that, you'll be like, oh, then you're going to fucking come back tomorrow, and we'll look at this stuff and go over that. Okay. Like, <laughs> like dude, that, that long pause. And so I started, uh, first I didn't notice it at all. And then I noticed it, and then for two weeks, I was, like, scratching my skin, going crazy, like, listening to it. And then after a while, like, after a couple months, it kind of just went away. But it was funny, too, because the next semester, two of my friends got uh, moved into the class, and, like, and then they noticed it at first. I was like, oh, just you wait. And the same thing happened to them. It was, like, this weird psychological thing where it's, like, 
they didn't notice it at first. Then you notice it, and then you're going crazy because he's just. And then like those parts where he was like, okay, and then like you, he stops, and you don't think he's gonna say it, and it's just a long pause. Okay, and you're like, ah, <laughs> ah, and then uh, yeah, and then it just went away. But like stuff like that is, it just reminds me of this. Um, it's just really really funny and. Uh, really relatable and i think that's why this movie mm-hmm. you know stands the test of time when people haven't seen it um like we said we're all older now so a lot of us have had office jobs and stuff like that and it's just or even just any jobs retail yeah. or anything you run into you run into bosses that you think you're incompetent or some person that's always way too worried about their job yeah. and when they should just be fucking chilling the fuck out uh you see people who don't deserve promotions get promotions and i i think at at this age, um, it kind of just everybody feels it. Everybody yeah. feels it. Um, anything anything else? Uh, I got two more that are pre- the, that are pretty cool. Um, it says John C. McGinley originally auditioned for Lumberg. Uh huh. But obviously didn't get it. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it'd be wouldn't be too bad with him if he was yeah no i think I, th- I think i think he could have been it would have been different for sure but i just think gary colden yeah. nails it nails it uh one more michael bolton learned to make peace with being called a no talent ass clown <laughs> so he's definitely heard of this movie yeah it says uh i love uh i love when samir first suggests like why don't you just go by mike instead of michael yeah it's like why should i change he's the one that sucks <laughs> He he said that he admittedly uh, he loves the movie. Yeah, and he'll sign people. I guess people bring Office Space DVDs to him. To really? Sign, and he'll sign them. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome, dude. That's so cool. Uh, I guess he was annoyed though at first. You yeah, know? And, there was uh, nothing wrong with that name. Till I was about eight years old, and that no talent ass clowns uh, started making records and winning Grammys. You know what? Th- that's really funny because you know how he says that about Michael Bolton, and then yeah. Michael Bolton said that about Office Space. Really? He's like, I was doing fine. Then they made this movie, and now I can't go anywhere <laughs> because everyone's coming up to him like, "You suck!" You know, just like Damn, talking shit funny. to him. Yeah. Oh wow! Everybody hates Michael Bolton because of this. <laughs> Damn, that's really funny. Um, that's hilarious. I guess one one more because I've always wondered what the fuck TPS stands for. Um, Mike Ju- Mike Judge revealed that Peter had to fill out test program set reports. That reference references dates back to his engineering days. I'm sorry. Give me one second. Well, uh, okay, yeah. Um, that's uh I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought TPS was like an inside joke or something, you know? I'm I'm surprised. I thought it was just a generic like kind of like randomly generated yeah. letters that he was just like oh, I'll call them this yeah. type thing. I'm I'm crazy that it actually has a thing. Um so I think uh we're pretty much we went through the movie, talked about all the stuff that we like about it. Do you love that it has all ghetto boys songs? Uh, it's not all Ghetto Boys, yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. I thought there's an Ice Cube song in there. Mm-hmm. Damn, I didn't even notice that. That's crazy. Or just hip hop in general. No, like, I, I, I do. I, I do. I do like that. I it's, think it's sick. The the song at the beginning. That's not Ghetto Boys, is it? Where with Michael in the yeah. car? Mm-hmm. Really? What the fuck? Damn, I did not know that that, that mm-hmm. was them. Damn, that's crazy. Um, 
That's really. I, I that's guess really. Funny. That's that's probably why Jerry was was uh, suspecting that it was Texas because the Ghetto Boys are from Texas. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. But it was filmed in Texas. Yeah, so it was. There you go. Outside of Austin and Dallas, he yeah. said. Um, dang, that makes a lot of sense then. And it's really funny that he, that he would be like a Ghetto Boys fan. Um, yeah, the only the only song I knew that was uh that it was Ghetto Boys for sure was Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. Mm-hmm. But um, that's really funny. Um. See, I've seen this movie a million times, and I just learned something new. Um, but uh, we come to the end of the podcast where we always have to ask a hard question. If we had to, if we were producers and we got the rights to this property, um, would you make a prequel, a sequel, or a reboot? And with this one, just because this is what I'm thinking, I think I would make like a TV adaptation of this, hmm. like a series. What about you? This is easy. A sequel. Make a sequel? A sequel. Easy, because I want to see what the fuck Lumberg is up to. Yeah. I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, I, I would... It would be funny if, uh, like, through whatever, like, a spinoff where Lumberg and Milton end up working together, and they're, like, peers, but... Oh. Or maybe even Milton's Lumberg's boss yeah. or something for oh, some that'd reason. Be great. Like, that'd be fucking oh, weird. Yes. Uh, what if there was a way they all are intertwined? Like Lawrence and and Peter are yeah. building the office. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then fucking uh, Milton owns it, uh-huh. and then hires Lumberg, or Lumberg just applies there, doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't know that Milton owns it, yeah. and then he comes in for like an interview, and it's fucking Milton. Yeah, that dude. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty pretty funny. And then you get Samir and Samir and Michael back in there. Um, that'd be good, man. Yeah, I think we. I would love to see that. I think we cracked it. I think we cracked it. I would really love to see that. Yeah, doing that as a as a movie or as a series, I think would work. It would mm-hmm. be really really funny. Um, we don't do a lot of sequels on here. Um, this is one of the first ones, or one of the few that we have done. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, we covered all the bases. Everything we wanted to talk about. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? I just want to mention what we mentioned earlier. What's that? That Mike Judge makes fun of white people. Better oh yeah, yeah, than better than anybody anyone. else. He he's like got their number down to the T, dude. <laughs> I was recently I saw an interview with him and I think he's on Jimmy Kimmel and he's talking about how he first came up with the Boomhauer voice because mm-hmm. some dude called him because he hated Beavis and Butthead and he thought it was called something weird, but he called him and he's like, oh dang, oh man, like you got oh, that shit. fucking blah blah. He left that message on on his phone and he's like, oh, I'm, that's the voice I'm gonna use for fucking uh, Boomhauer. That's awesome, Boomhauer from King of the Hill. I just thought that was really, really cool. Mike Judge is a super-duper funny guy. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, pretty much when I see he's attached to something, I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be really funny. Uh, <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he gets as much credit as, as um, he should. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, I think we, we, we talked about everything we needed to. Uh, for Played Again, man, I am Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez. And Jason, where can the people follow us? On Instagram at Play It Again Man Pod. Play It Again Man underscore pod. Underscore pod. Yeah. And also, you can follow us at the same uh, uh, username on TikTok as well. We're uploading videos on there. Um, and like we said last time, please, if you guys can go on Apple uh, Podcasts and leave us a star review, it would really help us out. Um, and also, if you want to make a comment or whatever, and make sure, like we said, to subscribe to our Instagram, interact with us on there. If we missed anything that we didn't talk about, just let us know, yeah. and maybe we'll shout you out on another episode. Um, but other than that, we will see you at the movies next week, guys. Have a good one. Later.